Change is inevitable. Evolving is a choice. Here at Somos Padres, we embrace the struggle and beauty of evolving. In that spirit, our logo also needed to evolve. So here it is. Ready for this next chapter of Somos Padres. Hey guys. Hello everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Somos Padres. <laughs> Welcome to 2019. Um, this is our first episode of the year. Yeah. And Happy New Year, everyone. We are jumping off with, I don't know if you guys have heard, if you've seen, uh, we released this video on Instagram of our new logo. Yes, I think it's, it's, it's really cool. It's really cool because it represents like uh, who we are. Yeah, we, we've been working with Born Engine Creative, uh, Betsy and Josh, and we reached out to them and said, hey, we really want to change up our logo. We feel like our first logo, we uh, it served its purpose, but we were like, we're ready to evolve it. Yes, because we're continuously changing as well. <laughs> yeah, so I remember I was... Uh, we were trying to come up with like, what is the image? And at first I was like, well, I wanted to kind of like spark a sense of um, spirituality because I feel like uh, a, spirituality is a lot of what we like to talk about, parenting within that context. The spiritual context, yes. And I remember I was like, but I don't want to use a lotus. Yeah, because obviously, yeah, everywhere on like most people use a lotus whenever you talk about like, introspection spirituality mm -hmm. all of that and i was like uh i don't want to use the the lotus and then you were like let's use the savila yeah the <laughs> aloe vera the savila because savila it goes we have really strong roots like i believe like in most of our listeners in one way or another can connect to the savila right so i was like oh my god that's perfect and josh just killed it with a logo and we absolutely love it yeah and it's the, the aloe vera and then with the waves of the podcast yes it's just it, it's a sense of like growing and, and moving forward yeah yeah mm -hmm. so go check it out you can check out the video if you haven't seen it on instagram on our facebook um you can see the video and see the new logo yes mm -hmm. So here we are. Welcome to any new listeners who perhaps this is the first episode you're listening to us. Uh, welcome to this space. Welcome to the podcast. And welcome back for everyone that has been on this journey with us. Yeah. Th and thank you for all your comments uh, through Instagram, the uh, social media. We really appreciate that. Uh, it's just thank a reminder you. whenever you comment or say something <clears throat> it's always a reminder that we are doing something and something good for the community yeah and thank you for all of all of you that have uh, reviewed us over on iTunes rated, reviewed, subscribed um, thank you so so much we yeah, really and, appreciate and it and don't forget that if you have any questions just let us know mm -hmm. yeah, let us know what we can improve the things that we can talk about if you have a specific topic yeah and things that have been really um, helpful Yes, and uh, to the world of uh, spirituality, parenting, uh, uh, personal development, all of that. So today what we wanted to do was um, in the spirit of this new year and what a lot of people do, right? What do we all do? Uh, not all of us, but what do a lot of people do? Uh, what is the inclination? We set up goals. <laughs> That's right. We do goals or intentions. We create vision boards. We, we have a lot of... Um, rituals i guess you could say yes. uh that we do to help kind of motivate us and keep us on track as far as 
what is it that um, this year will represent and what are we working towards and kind of um, all those things. So what we wanted to do was add to that conversation, maybe add uh, some different ways of thinking about manifestation or goals or intentions, like just just another layer to it. Well, you t- we're going to share some stories, some stories, because it doesn't matter at what stage of the, uh, like manifesting you're at. Uh, I believe like hearing stories and other pre- uh, people's perspectives is 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 important. Yeah, like really uh, hearing from people that have maybe accomplished certain things or set goals or manifested things is always great, you know. So Mm -hmm. um, I guess we'll get started with our history with kind of just having intentions or, or manifestation. I mean, I think it goes back to when we first heard about The Secret. Yeah, it, it goes back like over 10 years, like 2007. Yeah, 2006, 2007. Yeah, we were still living over by USC. Yeah, by USC, <laughs> uh, by South Central. And uh, that's when we you introduced to me the topic of uh, uh, vision boards. Yeah, the secret. And, so we and, watched the secret together. Yes, and writing goals and envisioning goals for yourself and all of that. Yeah, so I, I was introduced to it by a colleague at work. She had like a girls' night out um, where we all went to her house and she had us all watch The Secret. And this was before it was even on Oprah, because after that was when Oprah had some of the people from the movie The Secret on her show because she wanted to to just, you know, put that message out there, right, mm-hmm. about um, manifesting, you know, and, and the energy of the universe and how all of that works, right? So um, even before that, we had already watched The Secret. And I remember in the book, it the, one of the first things that are exercises um, that they tell you to do is to think of something small. Try to think of uh, one small thing, you know, that you could manifest. Yes. And I remember, like, um, uh, I was like, whoa, something small? I'm like, I'm just going to manifest a $5 bill. Right. <laughs> because I was like, something small? Let me try this something. Let me try this concept. Because I'm, I'm really, really, what's the word? Um, I tend to question everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, skeptic? Yeah, I'm a skeptic. Thank you. Uh, skepticism runs through my veins. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to start with a $5 bill. I'm going to manifest. I'm going to find a $5 bill somewhere that is not my home. Or home. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> the story is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it just gives me the chills every time I actually tell the, uh, the story. Right. I don't remember that story only when we talk about like manifesting. And you're like, oh, yeah, I did manifest that. <laughs> so it turns out that uh, we were going to the airport, the LAX, to pick up uh, one of Yesenia's friends. So we were driving over there. And all of a sudden, midway, she call, she called us. And she goes, you know what? My flight has been delayed. And it's going to take a long time. So I, I already called somebody else to come and pick me up. You guys, yeah, like, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But we were, <laughs> we were like... We're actually driving, so, and I told you, uh, you said, you know what, 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 what can we do? We're already over here. Let's eat something. And then... Eat something. You were like, let's go to Costco. Because we lived yeah. in LA at that time, so yeah. there was no Costco around us. Yeah, but uh, so we were like, saying, let's uh, eat something, or what else can we do? Yeah. And it was like, oh, let's go grocery shop- shopping. Yeah, because, let's find a Costco. Cause... Let's find a Costco because we need to go grocery shopping yeah. because we don't have groceries uh, at home. So we went to Costco, like that one by El Segundo. 
and uh, so we went, did the shopping, and on the way out, I told you, saying, you know what, let's just grab something to eat, you know, Costco food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's good, like a hot dog or a piece of pizza. Delicious. Uh, so on the way out, I told you, saying, I'm going to put the groceries in the, in the trunk. You go and uh, make line. So I put the groceries in the trunk, and I, uh, as I walk into the uh, to the tables, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to reserve a, uh, not reserve a table to sit at the table, so we can have a, a table a place to eat. And Yesenia is in line, and the weather the weather is crazy. It's yeah, about it to windy. rain. It's windy. It's about to rain. The clouds are dark, and I remember sitting in this table and just looking to Yesenia in the line, about to get the uh, earth food. And all of a sudden, I look to my left towards like the parking lot, and I see a bill, used moving, flying with the wind, dancing with the <laughs> wind. I will call it, and I'm like, oh wow, a bill, and it's moving through the people, and the people don't see the bill. Mm-hmm. And guess what happens? That bill just comes through. It's far. It comes and lands under my table, right under my feet. Mm-hmm. And Yesenia comes with the food. And Pablo, what's up? And I'm like, guess what? A bill just came with the wind and he's right here under the table, like next to my feet. And guess what? I think it's going to be the $5 bill. <laughs> because this bill is just folded. Right. It's you can't folded. tell what it is. I know it's a bill because of the green paper. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't know the value of the bill. And I'm like, I believe it's going to be the $5. Mm-hmm. And Yesenia goes like, come on, get it. And I'm like, I just bend over, grab the pill, unfold it. And there it is. Five dollars. Yep. I was so excited. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Super excited. And I told you, Yesenia, take my picture, grab my phone. Back in the day, I had that razor, the mm-hmm. razor phone. And she snaps a, a picture of me with my five dollar bill. And that's the story. It's just an amazing story. Yeah, I've always felt like you have this incredible, like you have a strong mind. And like, you know what? That's it up. That's it up for me, the notion of believing in that, because statistically, it's almost impossible for that to happen. Right. Yeah. Come Like in Costco, guys, come on. It's always crowded. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, like I said, I've always felt like, man, this guy has such a strong mind because like, you know, you'll just like think of something and then you manifest it. But um I don't know when I think that when we did that little exercise, I said like, oh, you know, I'm going to manifest like seize candy or something. And I think I ended up finding like some piece of candy under the bed or something like that. But it didn't feel quite like, oh, my God, I really like manifested that. But I have had moments in my life. In retrospect. Yes. Looking back, Mm -hmm. I've always been a believer in the power of the word, like the power of saying things, which you know, now I'm like, yeah, that's, it's, it's all manifestation, right? Like, I remember when I was at UC Davis, I would pass by, um, I would pass by the parking lot on my way into work. And I always saw this Volvo S40 car parked there. And I was always like, oh my God, that, I love that car. It's so beautiful. Like someday, um, when I have a car, like, oh my God, I would love to have that Volvo. And I would see it every time I went into work. And then when it became time to actually buy my first car, and this was like a good four years later, Mm -hmm. it was at the time that Volvos went under like this incredible transformation and they got even nicer. And I don't know that I remembered 
right about that that thought but you i think were looking at cars and you were like what about this volvo yeah and i was like oh my god yes right and and we ended up getting it and then afterwards i was just like oh my god like this is like the dream car mm-hmm. and then there was this other time where when we were getting married um i spent a lot of time looking at magazines and i would always be attracted and just think uh whenever i saw these wedding dresses by lasaro i was like oh my god i love his dresses i love these dresses so every time i would look in his magazines so lasaro is a designer he's a designer a wedding dress designer and every time i would look i would see his dresses i always love them and then came time to actually buy my dress and i did i went and i tried on his dresses at the um at the wedding shop and they were way super expensive. I mean, they would they started at like $3,000 and I was like there was no way that we were going to be able to afford that. So I kind of put that dream away and moved on to try on other dresses and I actually chose another dress, but then they called me and said, "I'm sorry, it's too late to order this dress." And that's I kind of went into a panic at that point because Yeah, everybody was like you you can't you can't order a dress now. Like now I had to buy a dress and it turned out though that I could buy a sample of a dress, right? So these are the the dresses that people try on in the stores and it just so happened that I found this Lasaro dress that was being sold as a sample, but it was still too expensive where I found it, but back then eBay was like a major deal. I looked on eBay for this dress and that same shop had put it on eBay even cheaper. So that's when we finally bought the dress. But what was really cool was okay, yes, I manifested this dress and then I went I and then I found out that Lasaro was going to be at at this wedding um wedding shop and I was like, wouldn't it be like super cool if I could get an appointment for my veil to pick out a veil and maybe I could meet him. And so I um grabbed my brother and I was like let's go and so I made an appointment went on that day and then the girl was like oh what's your dress and I was like oh I have this last sort dress she's like oh let me go grab it for you she's like you know he's here today would you like to meet him and I'm like oh my god yes please so he comes over he had selected a bunch of um <coughs> veils for me he's like these are all veils that he thought would go really well with this dress right and he selects and then he's like putting them on me and I'm like oh my god I love you and um I love your dresses and I love your style and all this stuff right so I'm like talking to him and so we have this like interaction and then later on I told the girl once I selected my veil and the whole deal I talked to the girl and I'm like hey can you ask Lasaro if we can take a picture so we end up I happen I didn't you know back then we didn't have cell phones like we do now that with you know cameras and stuff I just happened to have this like rinky dink uh instant camera that I don't know where I got but it didn't even have a flash and this look this place was like dark but I was like well I'm going to try and take a picture with him mm-hmm. right so I was like do you think he'd take a picture with me she's like yes I'm going to go get him so then she goes and then she comes back and she's like did you ask him to draw a sketch for you and I was like no but now that you mention it I'm going to ask him to do that for me mm-hmm. I didn't know he could do that Anyways, he walks over and he's carrying a piece of paper and it was actually a sketch for me. He had sketched me 
along with my wedding dress in my wedding dress and he signed it. And I was like, oh my God, like we ended up taking this picture and it didn't even come out because it was so dark. But to this day, I have this uh, sketch of him that he sketched me in my dress and he was like, best wishes, best wishes last letter or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this like far exceeded any kind of interaction that I thought I would have or manifest. I mean, looking back on it, it it's so amazing how the universe really did conspire to have that happen. Um, yeah, those are my kind of my, when I think of manifestation, I, those are the kind of the stories of like, wow, the universe and, really No, yeah, and the, the, the universe do conspire for you to accomplish whatever you said to uh, accomplish. Right. Uh, and, uh, but now, looking back in retrospect, now, um, uh, after a few years, uh, obviously, uh, now we start... 15. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> now when we look back, it's like, yes, you can manifest things. And yes. a lot of material things. Yes. But if you really, really go to another level, mm-hmm. then if you want to really feel like fulfilled and happy and excited about your life... Then uh, reflection comes into topic. Yeah. So what we want to do is we want to talk about like what happens, you know, what are kind of like the other layers to goal setting and intentions and all of that. There's there's more things to consider when you're considering your life path. And Yes. I, I'm saying this because I remember, yes, and, and as I said before. Yes, you can accomplish a lot of things. You can accomplish a lot of wealth, a lot of materialism, and whatever you intend. Mm-hmm. But that's just one aspect of life. Mm-hmm. Because there's going to be a point that you're going to start asking other questions, like purpose. Yeah. And I think that's what happened to us. Like, there is this beginning of, like, what can I manifest and, and all of that. And then there was this moment in which things just start, you start peeling away and start going deeper. And, you know, what did this feel like? And why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And, and what is behind this desire? And I it ultimately led us to this podcast. And that's why we're doing this and why we're here. And because I think that at the end of the day, you think about what sparks passion yeah. and and how can I be of service and... How can um, what I do be, uh, I don't know, more more about giving and purpose in life and, and all of that? I mean, really, this podcast exists because of this path of introspection and really getting beneath, you know, some of those maybe um, desires, initial desires that we had. So we're going to take people through yeah, this but, process. But, but it only happens when you reflect. Yes. But back at the time, now we can see that it was the lack mentality. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to say, but if you're trying to accomplish a lot of wealth, a lot of materials, a lot of cars, houses, money, uh, clothing, all of that, it comes most likely from a lack mentality. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the way we, we were raised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. But now, that's why we're doing now this podcast. Right. To go beyond that. To go beyond now purpose. And, 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 and how, how do we give meaning to our lives? 
Right. So we're going to go through three kind of general things to consider that we, you know, when you're looking at what intentions you've set for this year, um, kind of three areas or three ways or lenses that you could put at looking at what you've set out for yourself to really ground yourself and and think about it perhaps in a different way. Um, you know, just to make sure you're, you're, you have the highest possibility of, um, manifesting or of, of just being grounded and intentional about what you want to see happen or where you're going, I guess. Let's go with number one, self-reflection. Why is self-reflection important? Okay. So I'm a, I'm a big, uh, proponent of self-reflection. Maybe it's the therapist in me, but... I really believe that if you're setting goals for yourself or intentions or whatever it is for for this year, but you haven't done any inner work, if you haven't reflected on what is it that is keeping or has kept me from achieving this, if you're not doing that kind of work for yourself, then you're not, you're probably not going to hit the mark again, right? Like all of those previous attempts at making that happen, like let's just say for instance, wait. If, if the issue is like, I want to lose 10 pounds or whatever it is, mm-hmm. if you haven't gone back and kind of reflected, well, what is keeping me from that? Then you're not setting into motion the things that are going to help you achieve that, right? That healthier weight for you. If you, you know, and understanding that is going to be what helps you think about what are the things that I need? Where are, what is the help that I need? in order to achieve this. Like for instance, I'll give you this example. Last year, I kind of feel like I tend to set goals for myself around issues that I want to address or aspects of my life. Like maybe this year I want to focus on health or maybe this year I want to focus on um, my skin. I don't know, whatever it is. So last year, I really wanted to focus on processing my childhood issue of being molested. Like I felt like it was really holding me back in in my life, you know, in different ways. So I really wanted to tackle it. And so it's just interesting, like, once you set, once I set that out for myself, then um, healers and podcasts and books and things just, I just started finding the things that I need to, that I needed to find, right? So, I mean, last year, I, I tried so many new things like, um, breath work. I mean, even before that, I was doing before, therapy. It was, uh, uh, First therapy? I did therapy. Therapy for a while. Um, and then it was um, breath work. Analilia, love. That has been fundamental to me. Um, I've done pranic healing. I've done water healing. I've done, um, I can't even think, but just a lo- I just did a lot of things to help me on this path because I knew that that was the thing that I needed to do, right? I well, would, back at the, uh, at that moment, that's what you feel that you needed to do? That was the thing that I needed to process. Yeah. So, you know, once you kind of just set, you have to like go, okay, this is my issue. Get beneath it. What do I need? And sometimes you don't know exactly what you need, mm-hmm. um, but it comes to you the universe will conspire so that you, the people that need to come into your life, the um, 
books that need to come into your life, whatever it is, the podcast, whatever, it will come into your life for you to succeed in that arena. But mm. you have got to understand what is beneath what is going on. If, you know, maybe if it's a health thing, maybe, you, you know, you're going to meet people who are also on this journey that can help. Maybe you're going to need to go to therapy to understand why is it that I, that I am, you know, making unhealthy choices. Can, you know, is there a psychology to it? You, you really have to understand what has been holding you back. Yes, because I believe if you do that, what you're saying, you will come to the point of acceptance. Yeah. And accepting who you are as a person mm -hmm. and, 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 and accepting what happened to you so that you can move forward. Yes. And let it go. And forgiving yourself. And, forgiving and yourself. you know, when you know better, you do better and all those things. But you have got to understand the psychology of it and, yeah. and, and what is going on underneath. Yeah, because it will take you to a place where you love yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's 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 what we all want, to love yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Yes. It, we, once we love ourselves, we can move forward. Yeah. And uh, as you said, because if not, we can just, yeah, we can achieve it. But then all habits come back again. Because yeah. we haven't deal with that issue, that, that deep bottom issue. Exactly. Yeah. You're from, just going to repeat the pattern. Repeat the pattern. You're just going to repeat over. the pattern. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. That's, number one. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Um, uh, now, number two. Number two. Internal versus external motivation. All right. So what do you want to say about that? I know you were a big proponent of this one. Well, for me, it's just about like now, uh, well, now for the last few months, I've been debating about like this notion of satisfaction and comfort and happiness and fulfillment. Okay. So the question is, if you set a goal for yourself, let's say, let's continue with a weight mm -hmm. topic. So I want to lose 10 pounds. So the question is, why do you want to lose the 10 pounds? Is it for something internally, uh, uh, self-acceptance or a way of life or the, 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 your lifestyle and, and, and your health? Or is it because an you're looking for an external ac acceptance? You want people to... You want people to uh, tell you, oh, you look great. Oh, mm -hmm. you look fabulous. Oh, look at this selfie. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God, look at that. Yeah, because you want other people to accept you. To accept you. And, and look at you a certain way. Look at you a certain, uh, a certain way. Yeah, feel that you're part of something. Mm -hmm. Like you now you're part of this group. Right. Or, acceptance at the end uh, of the day. Acceptance at the end of the day. And, but my thing is like, oh, it, once we do it for external reasons. Right. We're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And if you do it for the wrong reasons, you will... At the end, you will get there, but at the end, we will fall back. Right. Or you'll, it'll, won't be the kind of lasting joy that you thought it was. Yeah, because I believe that we have to experience life by the things that make us, like, feel passionate about. Mm -hmm. The things that we need to process. Yeah. Uh, so, because if not... There's no wonder, there's no wonder if you do it for external reasons, there's always this void, this emptiness. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and at the end of the day, we, we just don't feel fulfilled. But don't you think that emptiness and that void comes because you're looking, you're looking and putting power in people outside of you. Yeah. 
for your happiness. Exactly. Right? Like you're putting, mm -hmm. when you're externally motivated and you're doing things for how people are going to perceive it and look at it and whatever, you are now handing your joy and your happiness, you're putting it into the hands of somebody else. Somebody else. Because what if you do lose that weight or whatever? Yeah, people will come to you and they'll be like, um, uh, oh my God, you look so good. But then those people are gone. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it's not like somebody's following you around all day long going, oh my God, you look so good. Oh my God. Like you have got to be that person. Mm -hmm. You have got to be the person looking in the mirror going, oh my God, you look so fantastic. You feel so energized. You're so healthy. You know, like all of that. So in a way, you. I want, uh, what I'm saying is that we need to be, we need to believe it. We need to feel that the people tell us you look fantastic that's what we need to feel for ourselves we need mm -hmm. to feel fantastic yeah so that that means we we need to walk the line in walking the line that's the experience mm -hmm. and in that experience is to come is supposed to come the the joy yeah and the fulfillment and just to like bring it to the parenting kind of space I think that's why it's so important that because we develop this um, this habit of looking outward for our validation, we develop it in that parent-child relationship. So you got to watch how you're developing that relationship with your child because if you're constantly handing out that praise to your child, oh my God, you look so cute, oh my God, all this stuff. How do they know, how do you know that you're developing their inner kind of uh, compass to be motivated internally? Because that's how insidious it is. That's how subtle and how quickly that happens. Yes. All of this started for us in that initial relationship, right? Because we want to make our parents happy, quote unquote. We want them to be happy with us. We want to feel like they love us, Yeah, you know, and usually it's because of what we do. It's usually because what we do. So, And so you got to watch it because you're planting this seed in your children mm -hmm. when you are constantly handing that out to them. I know I get so stuck in it too. It's so easy to hand out the praise. But I know like, for instance, Victoria the other day told me, um, mom, you know how I got this pen? She's like, I got this, uh, she got like a really cute, uh, Santa pen, uh, at school, her teacher gave it to her for being good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I was just like, wow, look at how she's already, um, she's connecting being good with getting a prize, mm -hmm. but you know, quote unquote good. And I was like, well, yeah. what did you actually do? Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't want her to have this sense of good versus bad, right? And she's like, well, you know, I was listening to the teacher. I go, oh, okay, so you got it for being, um, for listening to the teacher. You know, I was like trying yeah. to connect it to like the actions and the how actions, those yeah. actions, you know, are whatever. Anyways, I was really trying not to be like, oh my God, like, you know, um, I always try to ask the kids, well, how did, are you happy with it? How do mm -hmm. you feel about it? Mm -hmm. You know, when they get like a good score, mm -hmm. well, how do you feel about it? Yeah. Instead of me going, oh my God, you know, what a good job. Good job. Or, yeah, like Whatever. That. Like, cause I'm like, I like have this like espinita, you know, in me mm -hmm. about like, God, I don't want you to do it because 
you think that somehow I'm going to love you more because you got that yeah. score versus no, yeah. Else. The, 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 the thing that I asked them is like, uh, how did, did you try your how, best? no, how did, how did it came to be? Mm-hmm. So, they think about the process, you right. know, and it's all about the process. So, I want to give our listeners a tip that I've done to make sure that because you might ask the question, so how do I know if I'm doing it for external reasons that, mm-hmm. rather than to internal? Mm-hmm. processes so one of the things that i've done in the past is just like to look yourself in the mirror mm-hmm. and say to yourself that goal that you have for yourself or the thing that you want to accomplish say it to yourself okay. and then just listen to how you feel if if you feel like a spark like an energy is just coming from within like through like within your gut that means that you're doing it for the good reasons you're doing it because you want to to experience, to feel that joy, the passion, the energy the, for that. But if you look at uh, yourself and there's nothing, or you try to use like look away from you, not not really looking at you, because sometimes we can look at ourselves, but not really looking at ourselves. Mm-hmm. Then you I mean, you might be doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. Yeah. You're like reminding me of Marie Kondo and the Kondo method, which is on uh, Netflix and how, you know, She's talking about organization and the things that we have. And she asked people to hold every single item and to ask yourself, does this spark joy? And to kind mm-hmm. of get in touch. It does require that you kind of get in touch with how am I feeling? How is my body feeling in this moment? Um, but it's so true. Does it spark that joy when you envision yourself reaching that goal or being you know doing the thing or you know whatever that intention that you're setting for yourself when you say it when you think about it when you envision yourself there um does it how do how do you feel yeah and uh i've run 10 marathons already but i've run those marathons not to show off or to tell people look how many marathons i've done Mm -hmm. i've done those marathons because it sparks me joy the running the personal accomplishment of use a going beyond myself my personal limits yeah i think that's what i appreciated about the marathon process yeah in the marathon process is, is, is a great analogy it's just yeah. like for me it's just like i just my competitor my adversary is myself mm-hmm. it's myself because i Your do it personal best my personal best is about my personal best it's about the experience of running and just like yeah going beyond me yeah, it's about pushing the limits of what so, your body can do. Yeah, what I'm about to say about this topic, about internal, external, mm-hmm. is like, please, whatever you're going to set yourself to accomplish, please do it for the experience. Mm-hmm. Do it for the experience, because if you do it for the experience, then you are experiencing life itself. Mm-hmm. You n- will never go wrong with that. You're never going to feel like a failure. You're never going to feel the void that I just talked about. Yeah. You're never going to feel like craving for more or craving for something else because you're living it at the moment. Which brings us to number three. Which brings us to number three. That's a perfect little segue mm-hmm. into the last thing that we just want to mention, which is, and this, I, I, I heard it from Rob Bell, you know, I was listening to his podcast and he, he like literally said these things and like tears came to my eyes when he was saying it. Because he was like, think about this. He's like, there is no ladder to climb. There is nothing, um, nowhere to go. There is nothing to become. You know, you, and it made me think like, there's nothing that I could do to make the universe love me more. There's nothing you could do to make God love you more. There, 
you exactly where you are right now. You are on the path. You are exactly where you need to be. And a year from now, that is going to be exactly true, right? We are all on our path, the sum of our life experiences. And and we are constantly manifesting and evolving, but ultimately you are loved, you are whole, you are all of these things. There's nothing, I mean, I feel like we're here to experience life, to evolve, to play in this form of life. Mm-hmm. To, right? re, um, to be a role, to play a role. To, to um, evolve spiritually, mm-hmm. but, you know, to play. That's why, you know, manifesting things, that is not a bad thing at all. No, it's not. That's the, the fun of this life. But understand that that is the game of life. Mm-hmm. It is the fun of life, but it is not true living. Like, that's not the... Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not like the reason we're here. It's not like the essence of our life. Right. And I remember waking up this morning and I had this thought that, um, oh my gosh, I lost it. No, because I was, I you know, I, I, I was saying like, this is the essence oh, of life. Oh, life is an inside job. It's an inside job. But yeah. Why, why do uh, we say that? Why did I say that? Because at the end of the day, it might sound like, like, cliche. Bad, like cliche, but at the end of the day, we have, we have a lifespan, babe. Yeah. We, and you're we, and you're not taking none of this. And you're not taking nothing. <laughs> none of this stuff that you're trying to manifest, like if you're man, trying to manifest mansions and all that, you ain't taking none of that. Yeah, and and this is the thing: we came by ourselves to this world, mm-hmm. and we're gonna live this world by only ourselves alone. Yeah. So we came alone, we live alone, and we came with nothing. We live with nothing. Yeah. So life is not uh, is not about producing. Here we're here to play. It's about experiencing. Yeah. Isn't life is not about becoming. Mm-hmm. It's about living. We're always becoming. Yeah. But becoming because we feel that we need to become something in order to feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the, the, the thing that we tell our kids. Who do you want to be when you What grow up? What do you want to yeah. be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? Seriously? Yeah, we got to let go of that one in 2019, guys. We have to let go of that if because what happens? What happens? If, yeah, what happens <laughs> if you're so complex or so complicated with internally you don't want to be uh, you don't know what you want to be and then you try, uh, strive for something and you fail miserably? Yeah. Which because remember at the end of the day failures and struggles and all that, that's the beauty of life. That what that's what takes us to the other level, to another mm-hmm. stage of personal development and spiritual development. Uh, what happens if we do fail miserably? Imagine when you feel that you're nobody. How do you get out of that mind state? You feel like, I tried this, I felt I'm nobody. Yeah. So we've got to switch it. We've got to to switch switch. that question. Um, And when I went to the conscious, uh, to evolve with Dr. Shafali, uh, Renee, I forgot her last name, but uh, she talked about that, how like we're over, it's like um, we tell our kids all the time, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it's not about what do you want to be. It is, we need to switch it to what contribution do you would you like to make? In your lifespan that you have. In your lifespan. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you kind of start from what are my gifts and talents? What What is the contribution that I can make? What are the, where are the, where's the place where I can contribute and make a difference in the world? That is a different um, mindset than, you know, you know, continuing to propagate this idea that, you know, there's like this end end game and there mm-hmm. and and it's not. It 
life is a continuous, you know, as we get older, I feel, I feel like, I just feel like life is a continuous rediscovery and reimagining and um, continuous evolving Evolving. into another stage and another. another And and also it's it's important to actually to consider it and to have it in our minds to be conscious of it because tomorrow is not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. It's not guaranteed. Yes, we might have in this conversation, but we don't have, we don't know for sure that tomorrow we're going to be together. Right. That tomorrow we're going to do the, th- the thing that we intended to do. That next week or next month or next year. It's not a guarantee. The only guarantee is now. Yeah. It's now. And and everything has led to, these, to this moment. Mm-hmm. All the good, all the bad, all the... I know I hate those words. Contingencies of life. All the realities of life mm-hmm. have led to this moment. And that's why it's like, give yourself a break, release yourself of even those goals and those intentions that you're setting. Yes, their intentions, their goals and all those things, but also release yourself of having, you know, you have to leave like the crack open for the universe, the universe's intentions for you as well. And how things need to manifest for you. Life is happening for you. We hear this more and more Mm -hmm. again. It's not happening to you, but for you. And so even as we set out with our intentions of how we think our life needs to go or where it needs to go next, you also leave space for the divine and for life to happen for you and to show you what it is that you need to uh, to see and to learn and to grow. Yeah, and to bring to a close to, to this conversation, that's why we exist. Somos padres exist. Because mm-hmm. we left that little crack open. We Yeah, we left that crack open. And, and especially for you, you want to make a living out of this, inspire other people to see life through this other lens. To see parenting from another lens. To see parenting from another lens because it's so important because the things that we do, the thing, the, the, the role models that we are, that's what, that's what all children are witnessing in us. Yes, we do not. We're doing this because we don't want our kids to be thinking about these things 30 years from exactly, now. Exactly, to perpetuate Going, the cycle. Oh my God. <laughs> because we, we, if not, we, we just need to perpetuate cycles over and over yes. again. Yes, yes. So Somos Padres exist because we want to expose these other ideas mm-hmm. but at the same time uh, uh, uh listeners we're growing mm-hmm. as we're talking about these topics we are growing in the moment yeah we're still trying to figure a lot of this out a lot of this out and remember yes there's gonna be a lot of struggles there's a lot of struggles why because they, we have this affinity that we need we need to fit in on the outside we want to be part of something in the outside. We want to be accepted. We want to be loved from the outside. Where we're supposed to be looking, we have to be looking for the our own acceptance, our own love. Mm-hmm. We've got to be looking inward. In, in. Life is an inside job. It's an inside. Just if you yeah. take anything, that is what came to me as I woke up this morning is that quote. And I don't know, it just came to me like, life is an inside job. And so if you take anything from this conversation, take that. Um, if you're interested in uh, manifestation and kind of diving a little bit deeper into that, 
I recommend listening to Let There Be Loose, uh, Loose Warrior. That podcast is fantastic for that. Um, and she really goes deep into it. And currently she's talking about blockages, which is fantastic. Um, and um, I was also going to say, if you, you know, when we when you said the word inward, it made me think if anybody wants to read an amazing book about going inward, uh, read Inward by Jung Pueblo. Yeah. Which is oh also God, an amazing book to help us look inside and look within. That's it, guys. That's it Thank you today. guys so much for listening. And we're coming back to you guys in a week with a fantastic interview with some of our uh, one of our compadres. The compadres from Marysville. Yes. Yeah. So Saludos a los compadres. We will see you guys next time. Hasta la próxima. Ciao. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Adios. Hi. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and please leave a review. It is a super, super important in order to help spread the message. You can follow us, our parents on Instagram at iam.isenia at palomenchaka and at somos.barthes. You can also subscribe to their newsletter on their website at somos-barthes.com. Gracias!